Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of the Sports Library Podcast. I'm your host Samson George and today it is just me. I am by myself for today's episode. Uh, John couldn't be here for today's episode but that's fine. Uh, we are still going to have a pretty good episode guys. It's still going to be a fun, interesting one. we got some good topics here. So make sure you guys you know sit back, relax. Uh, hopefully you guys' week is going good and uh, you know hopefully everything's going good for you guys. Um, we are right now currently live on TikTok, of course, again. Um, if you guys want to join the uh, stream, you just got to go to TikTok, uh, follow the Sports Library account, and then you guys can join the stream. We record from at 5.30 Eastern, so whatever time that is for you, we record at 5.30 Eastern, which is really 4.30 for us here because we're in Dallas. But 5.30 Eastern is the time that we normally try to start recording. So yeah, you guys can come in a little bit early. You know when we start, we go live about like five minutes before we uh, start recording the podcast. And yeah, guys. So today, um, we are live again, of course. And we're probably gonna go start going live almost every single time. Um, it depends on how big the TikTok lives go. Um, so right now we got a couple people, you know, joining in. So uh, that's good. That's good. So again, guys, if you guys want to be a part of the stream, you guys want to ask questions or just be featured on the uh, podcast just come onto the stream comment like yo what's up and yeah we guys can have a good conversation um before we get into this podcast though let's i want to uh, if you guys haven't heard of sports library um if you guys or you guys just stumbling upon this episode somehow on spotify or google podcast uh basically we cover the nfl we cover the nba and the MLB, we write articles uh, almost daily on, you know, all sorts of sports and any breaking news that are going on. We cover them pretty well. So make sure you guys read those articles. We've got great articles going up on there. Make sure you guys also follow the Sports Library TikTok account. Guys, the first month, we were able to get 1,000 followers, which is crazy. We're about 1,260-something. So, yeah, guys, that's pretty good. I'm actually pretty hyped that we're still gaining followers. You guys are liking it up, so that's good to see. But we want, you know, if you guys have not followed the TikTok account, make sure you guys join the uh, Sports Hobby family. You know, we hopefully that's, that's what we're trying to become really big on is TikTok because, you know, that's one of the biggest platforms nowadays. So we're trying to win that game in the sports world. So if you guys like our content, make sure you guys like, comment. Don't forget to share the videos to your friends, family, whatever. Anyone who is interested in NFL, NBA, MLB, share it to them, guys. We got some good content. Uh, a lot of our videos are duets, uh, but some of them are some pretty cool edits that, you know, I take some time out of my day to edit. So make sure you guys like those up and run up the followers, run up the views, run up the comments, guys. We appreciate all the comments and likes that we get. Um, make sure you guys also down, uh, make sure you guys also, if you guys want to become a sports type Patreon member. And you guys want exclusive articles and, you know, uh, you guys can see the video podcast where we go live on TikTok. That is a good way to, you know, uh, one, support us. It's just one nine nine a month. But also you guys get exclusive things that no one else can get. Only Sports Library members get. So if you guys want to join that, it's sportslibrary.com slash Patreon, I believe. Or patreon.com slash sports library. And yeah. One ninety nine a month, guys, and yeah, we got great stuff going there. We got video podcasts, exclusive articles, you know, longer. Most of the articles there are longer uh, because, you know, they're pretty big reads. So if you guys are really interested in really good, um, interesting pieces, we got some good content going over there. Now, uh, as I said, this is just me. So I'm basically just going to be rambling for about 40 minutes 
on uh, whatever one on what's been going on this week. Um, we actually have some pretty good, interesting uh, things going on. Good NBA things, good NFL. I've, if you hear me catch my breath, it's because I'm gonna be having a few rambling. So uh, I'm basically gonna give you my uh, thoughts on basically what's been going on in the week of the NFL. You know what's been happening. Um, any crazy things? Only three topics here, um, but some pretty good topics, especially in the NFL, because you, know, you guys know this. We record this on a Wednesday, and it's currently May twelfth. So. May 12, 2021 is the NFL schedule release. We'll get more into that. But, um, yeah, let's start off with the NBA here. So, yeah, let me get my camera here on the uh, TikTok Live. But, um, so basically, starting off with the NBA, first question is, oh, um, well, right now, breaking news from Adam Schefter, Packers are signing veteran quarterback Blake Bortles. What is Blake Bortles? Yep, Blake Bortles. Um, that is very interesting. That plays a part in the whole Green Bay Packers uh, frenzy with the whole quarterback situation. Aaron Rodgers, I don't think they're going to replace him with Blake Bortles. That would be pretty silly. But, you know, that is breaking news right now. Also, guys, comment down below if you guys any breaking news. If you guys are seeing any crazy things that I might miss. So, okay, going back to the NBA. The Warriors defeated the Phoenix Suns last night. Should the Western Conference fear the Golden State Warriors? And, you know, this was a tough one to think of. This was a tough way to go. But I'm actually, it might be surprising because I might be going against the grain here. But I say that the Western Conference should fear the Golden State Warriors. And here's why. Basically because the Golden State Warriors are such a funny, interesting team. Because we did not expect them to really do anything this year, right? No one expected the Golden State Warriors to do anything you know, we expected it to be like a repeat of last year where, you know, they, they, didn't have, they didn't have a great season. But Steph Curry is going on a MVP run, guys. This is an MVP level Steph Curry. Vintage Steph Curry from 2014 when, you know, he was going off and winning unanimous MVPs. I had to take a quick, quick water break. But... Um, yeah, this is Steph Curry from 2014. I mean, I don't know about 2014, but he is on fire. The kid cannot miss. And, you know, as far as the Golden State Warriors, last night they beat the Phoenix Suns, who are the second team in the West. Now, it's just one game, and it is the regular season, so I don't want to, you know, um, overthink it. But they, so the last two games, they played the Jazz and the Suns. The Utah Jazz is the number one seed. Suns are the second seed in the West. Back-to-back games, they beat them both. Now, there were close games. The Jazz, they won 119-116. to And the Suns, they won 122-116. But that is pretty impressive for a team that wasn't really supposed to do anything good this year. You Again, the Phoenix Suns, I do believe the Phoenix Suns are, gonna have, are, are a better team right now. But I don't think the Golden State Warriors are out of it. Like I said... If Steph Curry can keep what he's been doing up and keep it up until, you know, the playoffs and in the playoffs he can really go off, which we are yet to really see Steph Curry go off in the playoffs. I mean, obviously he's won championships, but we have not seen Steph Curry, like, do Steph Curry things that he does in the regular season in the playoffs. Very much a James Harden sort of situation. But Steph Curry, I feel like he can carry this team. You saw Andrew Wiggins... Um, actually, ball out pretty good yesterday against the Suns. 
But I'm not completely sold on Andrew Wiggins because we know he has not been the most reliable player on his team. He had big expectations coming into the league, and he's basically not been able to live up to them. And so I don't expect him to be anything good. But Draymond Green, we know Draymond Green's still an elite defensive player. As much as people might not like him, he's an elite defensive player. And you have Steph Curry. And you look at the rest of their rosters, and again, they don't have any crazy, like, players, but, you know, they got Kevin Looney. Um, you know, Kelly Oubre, we know him. Um, Jordan Poole, they know. Clay, Clay Thompson's still out. If he was there, I would be like, yo, this team's not to be messed with. James Wiseman, I believe, he, I'm pretty sure James Wiseman's also hurt. But something tells me to not count out the Warriors. Something's telling me. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win the championship or anything like that. Nothing crazy like that. But... We should not take this Golden State team lightly. This is a team that could easily make a run in the playoffs, a, maybe a small run. I'm not talking about a run. I'm talking about maybe winning a couple of games in the first round. Um, right now, they are locked in for the play-in tournament, and they would be playing the Lakers. And you guys know me. I wasn't too hot. I know. I was hot on the Lakers in the beginning of the year. But ever since LeBron and AD got hurt, you guys can go back to previous podcasts. I was, I had a bad feeling about the Lakers. I just had a feeling that they're not going to be the same team that we know they are. And I had a feeling that my prediction of them winning back-to-back championships would fall on their face. And right now, now they did just beat the Knicks last night, which if you guys saw the last episode, me and John had a bet on who would win. I actually took the Knicks, John took the Lakers, Lakers won. I do have to say the Cowboys are improving their defense. I had to say that. That's what John told me I had to say. Oh, no, I said they did definitely improve their defense. So, I guess Cowboys, you guys, Cowboys family, you guys can be happy for this one moment here. But, anyway, back to the NBA. So, the M- so like, I don't know how I feel about the Lakers right now going into the playoffs. I want LeBron to come back. And I want to see LeBron do LeBron things, but we saw he even admitted himself he's not 100% healthy. So I don't know if the Lakers are going to win the playing tournament. But I do know that Steph Curry's healthy, and we know what Steph Curry can do when he gets hot. So currently, the La- the Lakers are the seventh seed, and the Warriors are the eighth seed. So they will play each other in the playing tournament. And right now, I'm taking the Warriors to win that series, which is kind of crazy. When you if you know me and you listen back to the old podcast. A couple episodes ago, you would see that, yo, I was talking about the Lakers. Like, yo, the Lakers are a legit team. And they were a legit team. But I was saying, like, the Lakers going to win back-to-back. It's not even going to be really close. They're going to make their ways. But the ja- beating the, the beating the Jazz is one thing. Beating the Suns is another thing for the Golden State Warriors. You guys know me. I kind of think the Jazz are kind of overrated a little bit. But I think the Suns are legit. So the fact that the Warriors were able to beat the Suns tells me a lot. And they beat them by six points. So it wasn't a blowout, but they beat, they beat them by a two-possession game. Now, how do I feel? Now, that's why, that's why I'm saying that the Golden State Warriors should be feared. Now, I'm not saying they should be feared in a fact of like, yo, this is a team that's going to clear through the West easy. They're going to easily win their playing tournament and easily get to the NBA championship. I'm not saying that, but don't take your eyes off the Golden State Warriors. I just have a sneaky suspicion that they're going to have a good run in the, when it comes to the playing tournament and in the playoffs. Right now, I'm seeing the Lakers not winning the playing tournament, which is kind of sad because I do want LeBron to win another championship. 
But the Warriors just have that sort of... They just have Steph Curry. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, they have Steph Curry. And I believe in Steph Curry to win a couple more games to make it close. I mean, right now they're 37-33 and 33 in their standings. They're the 8th seed. The Lakers are 39-30. and 30. And Honestly, I could see the Warriors taking over that 7th spot. Couple games left in the regular season. It's gonna be a tight window. Um, but yeah, who comment down below, guys? If you think about what do you guys think about the Golden State Warriors? Do you see the Warriors as a team to be messed with, or do you see the Warriors as a team that was good, but they're not gonna do anything really in the playoffs? Or do you not even pay, are you not even paying attention to the Warriors and you just feel like they're gonna be they're not even gonna win the playing tournament? I want to know what your guys' comments are, so let me know how you guys feel about the Golden State Warriors. I just have a sneaky suspicion, guys. Something tells me, something tells me that they are going to find a way to do, to, to win a couple of games, especially when it matters the most. Now, switching over to the NFL, because um, I want to, uh, I want to talk about the NFL schedule here, so I'm gonna we're gonna talk about the Seahawks opponents, um, because I am a Seahawks, Seahawks fan. So I'm just gonna first talk about the Seahawks opponents, tell you guys how I feel about you know our schedule. Um, right now the schedule has not been fully released. We know our Week One matchup is the Indianapolis Colts. That should be a win. Um, you know I don't really think the Colts are a threat in the AFC, and you know the Seahawks are an NFC team, but I have a feeling that we should win the week one game against the Colts. I'm I'm feeling pretty confident in that. But let's look at the rest of the Seahawks schedule and our opponents. Because that's going to be what it matters the most. Um, let's see here. Thank you guys also for joining in the uh, stream. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, so here's our 2021... Um, so here's our home opponents. So we're playing the Cardinals, Niners, and Rams, obviously. They're the division. But we host the Titans, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, and the Saints. Honestly, we should go 8-0 at home. I don't really see us having an excuse to lose a home game. We... Host the Titans, we host Jacksonville, we host Chicago Bears. We all know what happened last time we went to Chicago. It was terrible. We went on on a Monday night, I believe. It was a Thursday night. It was a night game. I believe it was a Monday night against the Chicago Bears. And it was cold, and we did not do good. We barely put any points up. And a big part of that was, one, because we had a run-first mentality, but also the weather. We are hosting the Chicago Bears. That should be a win. Detroit, we should beat them. The Saints, that's going to be a tough one. But honestly, without Drew Brees, I'm feeling like the Saints aren't going to be the same team they've been these last couple of years. Especially since, I believe, Jameis Winston is now the starting quarterback there. So, I am going to go with the Seahawks against the Saints. We should go 8-0 in, at home. We should beat the Jaguars. We should beat, the, uh, we should beat all our division. Except and the Cardinals might give us some problems. But the Rams, I'm hoping we beat... Even though they got Matthew Stafford and he's got some weapons. Because we know Matthew Stafford can play. Has a good arm. But we need to know how he can play with weapons. Now you got weapons. We'll see how Matthew Stafford does. 
We should be the Niners. We should beat the Rams. The Cardinals will be a close, tough game because we always play. We always lose to Arizona at home for some reason. But we should win this year. This year, we should take care of the Arizona Cardinals. There should be really no problems with that. So the home opponents, I'm not too worried about. Looking at our away opponents, I kind of feel. I feel a little. I don't know how I feel about these. We go. We play Houston. That should be a win. We beat. We should be the Colts. We go to Green Bay. I don't like that. We don't ever win in Green Bay. Every time we go to Green Bay, we lose. I'm gonna say that's gonna be a loss. I'm gonna say we might lose to the Vikings. I just have a sneaky suspicion we're gonna lose to the Vikings. The Washington Football Team. We should win. And the Steelers. We should win. Rams. I feel like we're gonna lose in their stadium because we always somehow lose in the Rams stadium. The Niners. We should win. The Cardinals, we should win, but also that team could be the Cardinals. I have a sneaky, like, y'all know me. I like the Cardinals. I mean, I'm a Seahawks fan, but I have a feeling the Cardinals are going to be, like, a big threat this year. And right here it says the Seahawks have the, we're tied for the 11th toughest schedule. So we do have a semi-tough schedule. Um, last year's, it was, we were 13. And we ended up playing pretty good. I mean, we went 10-6, and six, I believe. Um, let's see. I believe we went 10-6. and six. But I feel good about our opponents. I like the team that we're playing and the fact that we should have a chance with every single one of these teams. There should really be no reason for us to lose a game. Now, I'm not saying we're going to go... I'm not, not going to say that we're going to go 17-0. But... We should not lose, like, terribly. If we're going to lose, we should lose a close game. But we do know for sure that we're playing the Colts week one on Fox, 12 o'clock Eastern. And, you know, or I guess, no, it'll be 12, no, it won't be 12 o'clock Eastern. No, it'll be 12 o'clock here, 1 o'clock Eastern. Um, That should be a win, again, because I said the the Colts don't really scare me. I don't really see them as a threat, and if we lose to them, that that's not going to be a good sign. And honestly, the Seahawks, like we we're gonna, we, I have a feeling we're gonna do better than people expect. Um, I don't know. I I, I can't put a prediction on like what I think our prediction is gonna be, like our season record. I can't really put my finger on it yet, but I will say this. The Seahawks do have somewhat of a good schedule in the fact that we should win a lot of the games. Again, I don't see us being Green Bay. Green Bay. I don't see us being Minnesota. I don't see us beating um, the Rams. don't see us beating the Cardinals at home. We're going to have a couple of losses. But like the Titans, when we played them last time, we, it was in Tennessee, we lost them. Why? Because we made a lot of mistakes. Not because the Titans over outplayed us. We just find a way to lose to opponents we shouldn't. That's honestly what the Seahawks do. We lose to teams that we shouldn't, not because these teams oh like outplay us and outsmart us. And that's not really the case a lot of times. A lot of times it's us making mistakes and basically handing off the game, handing another team the victory because we can't get it together. We should not have that happen, especially at home. We should go 8-0 at home. There's really no reason other than the Saints, who could give us problems, but I don't see them being that strong 
New Orleans Saints regular season team, I just have a feeling that this is going to be the year that we find. We, we, now, we did go undefeated at home two years ago, I believe. Two or three years ago, we went undefeated at home. We, no, we went undefeated on the road. That's what it was. We went undefeated on the road. I believe it was the year we played the Eagles in the playoffs, in the wild card round. I believe that season, we went undefeated at on the road. We sh- and Normally, we're a decent home team. We should win this uh, these home games. Again, the only team that I'm really worried about is the Cardinals, just because we never do good against the Cardinals at home. But the rest of the teams, it should be no problem. There should I don't want to see a problem um, at home. I don't want to see comebacks. You guys know me. I like a good game, but you know we're getting to the point where we need to start winning Super Bowls, and to win a Super Bowl. We got to blow out teams. Like, I want us to be a Chiefs. I want us to be, like, the Bucks. I want us to be, like, a super powerhouse team. And this sort of close game football is not going to work if we want, you know, to win games. You know, if if we want to be a contender in the NFL to win a Super Bowl. I do believe we are a contender. But what happened against the Rams in the playoffs? We made silly mistakes. We, the Rams did not play us. We outplayed ourselves. We let handed the Rams the game, throwing a pick six, calling plays that don't really make sense. I you watched the film on that Seahawks Rams game, it didn't make any sense if you're really watching the game. And it's not because the Rams outplayed us and oh my god they're so much smarter. No, it's because we somehow get in our way. We we make it difficult for ourselves for some reason. That's why we did, lost in the playoffs. So if we can stop doing that and actually, you know, play our regular Seahawks football, which is normally a decent amount of good at football, especially when Russell isn't throwing the ball and we have a good running game with Chris Carson, there should be no problem. Um, but as far as the schedule, I'm, I am hyped about the schedule because this seems like a good schedule. I like the home and away opponents. We have a game at Houston, uh, which is going to be pretty exciting. To see, you know, is Deshaun Watson going to be still the quarterback there? If he is, y'all know, y'all, I don't know if y'all remember the last time Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson faced off each other at home. I believe it was Deshaun Watson's rookie year. Guys, that was such a good game. That was a great game. And we, I'm hoping, one, that Deshaun Watson is able to, you know, clear his name and he can play. And I'm hoping that we got a good game. And we should beat that game. We should beat the Texans. But I just, I just remember that game being super epic. Back and forth, um, we ended up winning, but it was just a good game because not only were we doing good, the Texans were doing good, and it was just literally who could score last. That's how to describe that game. It's who scored last would win. There was really no defense. Um, We did get a couple picks, and Russell threw a couple picks, Um, but really it was who was going to score last, and that's, that's what I liked about that game. Um, let's go also into the rest of the NFL schedule here, because I, w- I want to talk about the rest of the teams who are playing Week 1, because as of right now, um, it's 4.50, uh, or 5.50 Eastern Time, and at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, they're going to release the entire NFL schedule. So, later tonight, we'll be able to see the rest of the schedule, but right now, I can see the Week 1 opponents. Um, a lot of good games here, so we start off the season with the Cowboys at Tampa Bay. Um... We'll give predictions when we get closer to the NFL season, but that's going to be a good first game of the season. Um, Philadelphia at Atlanta. 
I'm gonna I want to see that one. Jalen Hurts, seeing him, but also Kyle Pitts. I want to see how he works out. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Um, that's a good game. Also, Minnesota Bengals. I'm, I'm trying to see, see which is like the games might that might be really interesting to watch. Um, Cleveland, Kansas City. That's gonna be a good game. Um, Miami at New England. That should be a good game. Green Bay at New Orleans. I mean, Aaron Rodgers versus Drew Brees. Actually, it's not gonna be Drew Brees. It's gonna be James Winston. But still, the Saints versus Green Bay. I mean, I feel like that's gonna be a good game always. Um, Chicago at LA. That's gonna be a good game to watch. I'm gonna be interested to see that Chicago at LA. That's gonna be the Sunday night game. And then the Monday night, you got Baltimore going to Las Vegas. Guys, this is gonna be a good week one. I really like all these matchups. All these games are pretty good. Um, the Chargers are playing the Washington football team. That should be interesting. Niners at Detroit. That should be interesting. Denver at New York. That should be also be interesting. So a lot of good games for a week one to kind of get the start the season off. We should start the season off one and zero. I'm hoping the Seahawks start it off one and zero. Um, but yeah, I'll give my full sort of prediction as we get closer to the season. I'm talking about like August when it's like around preseason football time. We'll give our predictions then. Um, but yeah, guys, that is that. Um, with the NFL schedule. So that's really what's been going on in the NFL. If you guys are wondering why we haven't been talking about the NFL so much, not so much has happened. Um, but, you know, hopefully the NFL, uh, hopefully we get some, hopefully with this whole schedule, we'll be able to get some more topics in. And I'm going to be really happy to see the new top, uh, new schedule um, for the Seahawks' new opponents. I feel like that's going to be a good one. Especially when we break down the entire season schedule. We're gonna have great conversations there. Um, going in, let's just go to our last topic here. We might have a short podcast here, guys. We might, we might, might have a short podcast here, but hey, you know, it is just me, so I'm just, I am just kind of rambling on. But you know, let's get to our last uh topic right here. So I don't know if you guys know, but Monday, I believe it was, I believe it was Monday. Russell Westbrook is the all-time triple-double leader. Over Oscar Robinson with 182. And the question is, where does Westbrook rank in the all-time point guard list? I need some water to get into this topic. Um, if you guys know me, I'm an OKC, I'm a, I'm a OKC Thunder fan. I don't know why I said like that. I'm an OKC Thunder fan. Fan of the Thunder, so obviously I'm going to be a fan of Russell Westbrook. Um... Yes, I mean, was drafted by us, and really, he's gonna be known as a Thunder, OKC legend. Um, where does he rank all time in the point guard list? As much as I like Russell Westbrook, and as much as he's been my favorite player for the longest time, I mean, like in the league, um, just my favorite player to really watch. Other than like, obviously, I like LeBron over Westbrook, but I'm talking about like a great player just to watch. Russell Westbrook's my guy. I don't know if I'm putting him top five. Maybe top ten. Maybe bottom of the top ten. Like nine or ten. But as much as this all-time triple-double leader is, which is a great stat, and it's a great thing for Russell Westbrook to be the all-time leader in the triple-double, especially because he is the triple-double king. 
And when you think of triple doubles, you, you you were thinking of Russell Westbrook, but now you can be like, yo, he has the most of all time. I think that that's a great stat, but when it comes to winning games, and, you know, a triple-double won't hit, make you hit the game winner. Or a triple-double won't make you win the playoffs. We've seen this happen with Russell Westbrook, where he is able to be a crazy stats machine and he can get triple-doubles, but he doesn't win games when he needs to. And I'm talking about the playoffs. He's been bounced out of the first round since I don't even remember. Like, it's been year after year after year after year. He went got bounced out back-to-back against the... He got bounced out against the Jazz, bounced out by the Trailblazers, bounced out by the Jazz again. Um, he, he didn't get to the second round with Houston, but, I mean, he had James Harden. But I, I don't know about all time, especially when you think of all the great point guards. You think of Magic Johnson. You think of Isaiah Thomas. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Steph Curry. I mean, like, it's hard to say that he's a top five point guard, especially in the playoffs. Again, no one goes hard. No one goes harder than Russell Westbrook. He is the ultimate, like, 100%, 110% gives his effort every single night. Every single game. He doesn't take games off. He plays every single game like it's a playoff game, which is what I like. But sometimes that intensity does cost him games. There's been games where he does do too much, where I feel like he tries to be Superman and tries to save the team, especially when he was a Thunder. That's what happened in a lot of games. He tried to save the team. He tried to do too much, and we ended up losing. Whereas if he was able to, you know, kind of feel his way through the game, and I love what he's doing with uh, Washington, what the with the Washington Wizards, you know, getting Bradley Beal involved and him and Bradley Beal having a strong connection, like actually, you know, making plays together. That's what I like to see by Westbrook. And I don't know when he was a Thunder, he really wasn't like that. And again, the triple doubles are you know amazing and they should be respected, but I don't know if they live up to all time leader leader worthy like. Top five. I'm seeing people put him in their top five point guards of all time. And I'm like, how? Like, I get it. The triple doubles are great. But what about the triple doubles is he using to win him games when they need to? He's never won an NBA championship. He's never been able to, you know, uh, make big time shots in the playoffs or really, really show up in the playoffs. Again, he gets triple doubles in the playoffs. But those don't ever really win. And he keeps getting bounced out of the first round year after year after year after year. And I'm very interested to see how he does in the East with Washington. I'm, again, I'm always going to be rooting for Russell Westbrook. He's a OKC legend. So I want to see him take this team to a great, you know, to a great place. But I don't know how I feel about him um, being on an all-time list. Again, when you think of Secretary, when you think of Magic Johnson, when you think of Isaiah Thomas... These guys not only play great, they won championships, they made their teammates better, and they were just, they were the best point guard at the time of their peak. You know, Steph Curry is is still the best point guard in the NBA. I don't care what you guys say about Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, all that. Steph Curry is still the best point guard in the NBA. No one shoots the ball better than him. No one does what Steph, no one can do what Steph Curry can do. Um... 
And if you're talking about point guard, like if you're just talking about the position point guard, you know you put stuff for your Magic Johnson. But if you think about guys like Luka Doncic, you think about LeBron, you think about, um, you know, guys who can shoot and pass the ball really well, like these guys, like Jason Tatum, these guys, um, I feel like you rank higher than Russell Westbrook again. No one's more athletic. No one can jump out of the gym higher than him. No one can give their all their effort in a game every single night, night after night, like Russell Westbrook. But we've seen him not be able to show up in the playoffs. It's it's just what's happened. And you know, again, I'm happy that he he's the all-time leader. He should be the all-time leader. I mean, I don't really know if um, we'll ever see anyone beat his record. Because we never thought anyone would beat Oscar's record. Um, but this dude's averaged a triple-double for four straight years. I believe three or four straight years. He's been on a run for these triple-doubles. And I saw something where, like, he wasn't even really trying to get triple-doubles. I'm pretty sure. I, like, some people say, like, oh, he, like, one day woke up and was like, I'm going to be the triple-double king. I don't think it was like that. I think he just started collecting them game after game after game. And said, you know, why don't you just be the triple-double guy? But... I don't think he one day just came into the game and was like, you know what, I'm just going to start making triple-doubles every game. And you see him cut up video game numbers, 20 assists, and all these things, and, you know, 15 rebounds and 12 points, or 20 points, and it's like, why aren't you able to translate these great stats into playoff wins? And I get it, every game's different, everyone's different, but as much as I love Russell Westbrook, it's tough. For me to put him on an all-time list, that's tough. That is, that's a tough thing to do. That's a tough thing to put him in a top five. Again, he might be top ten in my eyes, maybe because I'm a Russell, I'm a OKC fan and he's just Russell Westbrook. But to me, he's top ten, maybe not eight, nine, ten. I'm not gonna put top five again. You think of Jason Kidd, you think of Stockton, you think of all these great players, and I don't think you go with Russell Westbrook, especially in the playoffs. And especially if you need a game to win. If you want a game winner, I don't know how many players are going to take Russell Westbrook over Steph Curry, over, um, and I'm talking about the, in the league right now, you know, James Harden, you think of Damian Lillard, you think of Chris Paul. So many more players you would take over Russell Westbrook. And it's sort of like, you, I don't know, you just, I, to me, I want to take Russell Westbrook in a playoff game. As much as I think he should be respected for the uh, triple-doubles and as big of a deal that is, it doesn't result into wins. And I think, you know, Russell Westbrook, he's in a class of his own. No one's going to be able to break his record, and no one will ever be even really close to it. We, He's been able to make triple-doubles become normal, which is crazy because they are not normal. A triple-double guy used to be like a very rare, like, oh my god, the guy went off for a triple-double. Like, they used to post about it. Can you imagine if they posted every single one of Russell Westbrook's triple-double? Then we'd be like, yo, he's getting this every single day. I don't think people realize how rare and how difficult it is to get a triple-double in the league. But he does it so easily. And he's been doing it, averaging a triple-double for four straight years. Like, we can't ignore what Russell Westbrook's been doing. Especially when it comes to triple-doubles. LeBron, as great as LeBron is, LeBron has not been really... He's not been able to do this. So, we, as much as I would respect... We need to put more respect on this kid's name. 
put respect on Russell Westbrook's name. He deserves it. But top five all time, I don't, I don't. I personally would not put him on my top five list. Top ten again. I said eight, nine, or ten. That's where I would rank Russell Westbrook, guys. I want to let, comment down below, guys. Where you guys would rank Russell Westbrook? Is he a top five point guard of all time? Yes or no? Let me know why, guys. And that wraps up this episode, guys. That's really all the topics that I had. Um, again, uh, so I want to thank you guys. Uh, before we get to kind of just cut this one off for today's episode, I want to make sure you guys know about the Sports Library website. If you guys have not checked out the Sports Library website, again, we got new articles coming out every single day with the NFL, NBA, and MLB. So make sure you guys check out those. If you guys are interested, we got breaking news and all sorts of good stuff on that website. Make sure you guys check it out. Share with your friends. We work hard on those articles. Make sure you guys check out the Sports Library TikTok. Thank you guys all for joining in. If you did, we're able to join in for a couple of seconds or minutes. Thank you for joining in on the Sports Library uh, TikTok Live. Again, we go live every time at 5.30 Eastern. So if you're interested in joining and asking questions and all that, 5.30 Eastern is the time to be. And yeah, guys. Um, oh yeah, make sure you guys also join the Sports Library Patreon. One nine nine a month, guys. We got exclusive content and you know just great things going on over there. So if you guys want to be a Sports Library member uh, and get exclusive things that no one else can get, um, make sure you guys check out that. It's only one nine nine. I got one ninety nine a month, guys, and it's the great way. To, it's the best way to support us. And yeah, guys, that basically wraps up this episode here. So I want to thank you guys for all listening. Make sure you guys check out the next episode, episode 31. And yeah, guys, we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out.